0: Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello, hello, welcome once again to Enjoy More 30s Family Finance. Every week I'm talking on this podcast to try to help you with money. Any steps forward, any confidence I can help you gain that means you get to remove some of that financial anxiety that you might be carrying around with you because all I want you to do is focus solely on making life more enjoyable for you and your family. This series that we've been talking about is all focused on the kids. It's focused on your kids. That's why it's called the Your Kids Money Mindset Series. Makes sense. And we're going to do that a little bit more today. And today's focus is going to be on trusts this seems to be a word that tends to be associated with people that have money, right? TV movies, trust fund baby kind of vernacular, it all supports this kind of an association in our minds. It maybe can whet our curiosity. So, you know, today we're going to dive into trust when it comes specifically to your kids. Now, as always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, wherever that might be, Clicking that star, leaving the review, it really, really helps. We're trying to reach literally millions of other young families just like you that are out there. Last week, we discussed a concept that most people have never, ever come across before, which was how you save for your kids when it comes to education, the one we all know, as opposed to maybe letting them handle more of this one, more of that education, and instead setting them up for a much better long-term retirement, which is a really far-off concept, but it allows them maybe to live much more fully in the present when they have their own families. So if you haven't checked out that episode yet, I really highly recommend doing so. Today's episode that we have for you is titled, You Want to Trust? Do You Know Why? Where we're going to cover some basics of these things called trust, because you've likely heard about them before, here and there, on TV or otherwise. They may seem advanced, they may seem beneficial, but it could very likely be something that you don't actually need. And the great thing about this episode, it's the first time out of any episode we've done so far that it's talking about something that you may not have to do, (laughs) something that you don't have to think about. Instead of things to take a step forward, This is a thing that maybe you have on the back of your mind that you may not have to have on the back of your mind. So the goal for today's episode is for you to walk away saying, you know, I get high level what a trust actually is now. And I'm pretty confident one way or another, I'm pretty confident that if I ever really need to worry about it, now I know. So there are literally, you know, a million different trusts out there, all for different reasons. So this is not an all-encompassing discussion on every single type of trust, but just, again, the high-level concepts so you can better know if a trust could potentially even be something you need to worry about. Now, my education personally, before I became an advisor, before I obtained my certified financial planner designation, when it came to trust, my education came from movies and TV. The rich people just seem to have them, right? (laughs) Trust fund baby was almost like an insult in a lot of the shows it's something you would say to a younger person who was just kind of handed a bunch of money that they didn't really work for that was kind of the trust fund baby insult the classic movie plot line i feel like is some rich distant relative that you never knew that left you a bunch of money or something if you did you know a b c or d there was some hoop basically a b c or d are the hoops that you basically had to jump through to get this money that some long lost relative just happened to leave you So the first thing to know about trust is that there is some problem they're trying to solve. Maybe the children are irresponsible. Maybe the children have a mental disability. Maybe you just don't trust your child's spouse. But there needs to be some problem you're trying to solve. It's not like, you know, vegetables are good for everybody. We all need them kind of a thing. There's literally some outside-of-the-box, perhaps, problem that we're trying to solve. Now, the first way a trust could make sense is through this kind of classic movie restriction reference, passing money to your children and creating that hoop, that extra set of rules that your child may have to jump through. So maybe you don't think your kids are responsible enough to give them the money right now. Maybe if you passed away tomorrow, you'd want them to maybe get, say, 50% now, just pulling it off the top of my head, and then get the other 50% at maybe 35 or 40 when you think they'd be more responsible. So if that is the problem you're trying to solve, then a trust could be a solution to that specific problem because a trust is a separate entity that can enforce those rules for you. If you have a child who suffers from addiction, that could be another common reasoning. Again, a trust could create certain rules for how that money, when that money is distributed. Basically, you know, you want this money to be for them. So they're the beneficiary. So, beneficiary meaning the one who benefits from the money, beneficiary, but to have someone else to entrust. So, the trustee who you're entrusting to make sure it's used according to those rules that you're setting. So, instead of giving them the money directly, this separate legal entity, this trust, receives the money instead with that l- list of rules or hoops that you basically established. So if your kids have no problems, which I hope your kids don't have any problems, if you died tomorrow and you would say, here you go, here, take the money, you're responsible, you're an adult, I have no worries about you whatsoever, then a trust to create restrictions is probably not something that you really have to worry about at all for them. Now, the other main reason for creating a trust outside of creating restrictions, is creating separation so let's say your child is married to someone you don't really trust for lack of a a better word not fun to think about but you know unfortunately this tends to not be an uncommon problem or an uncommon occurrence that we come across basically if your child passed away you would not want the spouse to get all this money in this case a trust is creating separation the money is not your child's technically It's the trusts. So you can stipulate where the funds would go if something happened to your child or to protect those funds in the case of a divorce. So again, a trust is created as the separate entity. Your child is still the one who benefits, again, beneficiary, but you're entrusting a trustee, so you're entrusting someone else to carry forward these rules that you've set out. This last example, though, is somewhat state-dependent as different states can have different rules on how property is split up in the case of divorce. So that could be something that you wanna consider, but depending on where your child lives, that could affect how much of a problem you're really needing to solve for. The other main example that we see here is in the case of a child with a mental illness or disability. If they are receiving social security disability and directly inherit a bunch of assets, then they would likely no longer qualify for social security disability. So if you have what's called a special needs trust instead, inherit the assets on behalf of your child that has a mental illness or a mental disability, now the trust assets, again, your child is still the beneficiary who it benefits, but the trust inherited the assets so it would very likely not affect the disability benefits that your child is already receiving. So again, if you have no problem with your kid's spouse, if you have no special needs types of problems to consider the separation goal or the separation problem that a trust can solve again likely aren't anything that you need to be worried about. Now there are some other kinds of trusts, but you know kids are the focus of this series. These other ones may not be kid related. So I'm not going to go into them too much today. But, you know, when you talk about an older person and Medicaid or certain tax strategies or sometimes for like a second marriage, you want maybe your assets to be used for your second spouse. But after your second spouse passed, you wanted to go to your biological children kind of a thing. Those would be some other general areas. Again, you're solving a problem still just like before, but these are other possible areas where a trust could potentially be valid. Um, but again, we're not going to dive into that too much today because we're focused you know, on the kids. So for today, remember, trusts are not just for rich people or poor people. They are for people that are generally trying to solve a problem where creating restrictions, so when, who, how the money is used, or separation, so the money is not technically theirs, that's when we're going to look at hey does a trust fit in here so thanks for tuning in today join us for next week's episode a bonus episode i might add yes very exciting for a concept that i just came across and i'm really really excited to share with you the episode is called motivations money lasts just three generations where we're going to touch on how all across the world so not just in the u.s but all across the world despite the region despite the culture wealth that is accumulated tends to be lost by the third generation and what motivational mindsets you can implement to try and counteract what all this stuff is that you're trying to do for your kids now this wealth that you're trying to build and maybe pass on what motivational mindsets can you help in implementing so that your wealth that you're creating is going to last beyond three generations overall if you're able to implement what we covered today That is fantastic, as always. There is less to worry about than before, more focus on enjoying life. That's the point of all of this. If you are wanting help with these things, though, you have questions, you need help in clarifying something, check out the Ask Joe section on the show's website, www.enjoymore30s.com. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc. and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.